Welcome to Law Technology Now with host Monica Bay, Editor-in-Chief of ALM's award-winning magazine, Law Technology News. Hear the latest about technology for the legal community. If it's tech, it's a topic right here. Welcome to Legal Tech New York 2009 and our very special program, What I Hate About Technology and What I Expect My Outside Counsel, Opposing Counsel, Vendors, and My Staff to Do About It. We are proudly sponsored by Commvault. I'm Monica Bay, Editor-in-Chief of Law Technology News, and I am joined by my co-moderator, Anthony Payanetta, who is the Editor-in-Chief of Corporate Counsel Magazine. Uh, we want to thank our partners, Law.com and Legal Talk Network, and I want to thank all of you for joining us. We are recording this live program for Law Technology Now, our podcast series that is available on www.lawtechnologynow, www.legaltalknetwork, and iTunes. It is my complete pleasure to introduce my colleague, Anthony Payanetta, Editor-in-Chief of Corporate Counsel Magazine, to introduce our speaker. Up next is Dawson Horn, the third senior litigation counsel, Tyco International. Good afternoon. I guess if I was going to summarize what makes me crazy, what I hate about the groups that were outlined, technology people, outside counsel, vendors, I would guess it would be under the topic silo thinking. Silo thinking being that kind of thinking that says, this is what I'm supposed to do, and I can't look any further. This is what I have defined my role as being, and so I don't really need to talk to anyone else about what the definition of my role is. I will just go on and do that. It seems to me, and as I think was foreshadowed, the way to overcome that is often communication, communication, and communication. So let me try to talk about some ways that may be helpful to all of those groups, myself included, as we try to communicate and we try to break the silos down. I think there may be two overarching communication themes. The first is, if anyone is talking to me, he or she should lynch, attach what they are trying to say with what they are trying to sell me with a problem that I have. I think this has been foreshadowed earlier when some of the speakers have said, someone is trying to sell me a technology, but I don't know how it's helpful to me. You've explained to me how it's helpful to you. Know me, then let me attach it to a problem that I have and that your technology is going to solve my problem. That's something I'm likely to listen to with a little more intention. Second, there are three types of thinking that I think we can all engage in better. And I think, as the inside lawyer, I really want the people outside, my outside lawyers, my outside vendors, even outside counsel, to engage in all three. One is the strategic thinking, the kind of where is this enterprise going? Where is this case going? Where is this deal going? And how does my piece fit into that deal? The other part leading to is sort of the role thinking. I have a role. Let me make sure at every step what I'm doing, and if the case, if it's for me, what I'm doing for Dawson Horn is certainly going to get him to that larger goal. 
and put that into your conversations with me. Very closely related to problem solving. And it's good if both parties can float between both of those kinds of concepts when talking to me. We're going to take a short break to hear a word from our sponsor, Commvault, and we will be right back. I'm Monica Bay, and you're listening to Law Technology Now. Commvault Simpana provides an unprecedented level of business intelligence from all types of ESI. This intelligence rapidly finds key evidence, assess position quickly and monitor costs, thereby helping choose the best case strategy earlier in the process. Simpana software provides framework for a range of activities, retaining, classifying, accessing email, files and documents, as well as backup. All this achieved from a single console and infrastructure. The most comprehensive risk adverse and cost managed e-discovery solution that exists today. So what are some other bullet point rules we can think of within those two overarching themes? First, and this has been foreshadowed also, when you're talking to me, tell me not only what you can do, but tell me what you or your technology cannot do for me. Because you are setting yourself up for failure if you let me float out there believing you can do something and you don't. Now, I'm not so self-centered and so myopic that I don't understand the other side of that question. You will, in your quiet moments, not to me, or maybe after I've lubed you up with a ginger ale or something, you may admit that, Dawson, if I tell you the unvarnished truth, if I truly tell you what I can't do, that other vendor, Dawson, not nearly as ethical as I am because you know how I am, that other vendor will make you a golden promise, and they're in the door. And $100,000 later, I've got nothing. So there is a message in that for me. The message for me is that I've got to really drill down and make sure everyone can deliver what they've said and make it in an environment for vendors where you can truly tell me what you can and cannot do. Another point is when you're having a conversation, give me options. In a case in chief, again, silo thinking. If you're saying, this is my role, this is what I've done every time, that doesn't help me a lot. Remember, this is an issue at problem solving. That's what we do. That's why all the talented people are out there in the room, because we're talented and we're, 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 we're geared to giving options. Come in with options. Weigh the options. That's true during the engagement. If you're trying for vendors, if you're trying to say, this is the system that I have, give me options within your, within your system even that can work, and certainly within a case. I'm a litigator, so I always think about cases, but I've been on the deal side too. Next, remember again that this is a lawsuit we are talking about, and this reemphasizes something I've said earlier and something you've heard earlier. It's a lawsuit or it's a deal. That means Talk to me about what impact this will have on the case in chief. How is it going to get me across a particular goal line? Again, not technology, not legal reasoning for the sake of legal reasoning. The black box I'll summarize is this kind of thing when someone outside says to me, Dawson, don't you worry your pretty little head about how we're going to do that. It'll just get done. Well. 
I un understand you have to walk a line if you're a technology vendor between being considered a geek and being considered a person who's going to give me something practical. I also realize that you have to know when to raise something that's a small problem to the top. But I expect you to engage in that sort of thinking, not just say, it'll get done, it'll get done, nor err to the other side of every little thing needs to go to the most senior person. The next step is have some business savvy. Have some business savvy. Because whereas you may think we as the lawyers that you contact every day are the most important people in the room, I guarantee you there's a large building that most of us work in and they will tell you that we are not nearly as important as you think we are. Those are the people like the CFOs, the CEOs, the people who are running a particular business. So what kinds of things under the business savvy can you do, can you bring to the table to be helpful? Comments like, we can do this for you, Dawson, but do you know how much the case is worth and do you know how much it will cost us likely to do this in the long run? Dawson, we can do X for you, and admittedly it's going to cost a boatload of money. But here is how you can use this into the future, and here is how you can talk to your CFOs about it and start using terms like return on investment. Dawson, how important, I can do this, and I can make this deadline, this production deadline, but have you thought about how important it is to your business to give up the formula for its largest selling product? That's in there somewhere, Dawson. What does it mean to the business to give away this information that may not technically be a trade secret? These are the kinds of questions, from a business standpoint, it's very helpful to come forward and communicate to us. Finally, the last point is no one likes to be surprised by a big cost at the end of the day. Interestingly, as I was doing this outline, I noticed that I had put this point last. I've put it last recognizing that it is overwhelmingly important, but it is not as important as delivering on the product. It is not as important as a successful engagement in the deal or in the litigation. That success has to be measured by a constant communication between the vendor, between the outside lawyer, between the in-house lawyer, and between the in-house lawyer's client. So cost, cost surprise are important, but they too, I submit, have to be seen through the prism of the overall case. And to figure out that prism of the overall case, communication, communication, communication. Thank you. You have been listening to a special edition of Law Technology Now, recorded live at Legal Tech New York 2009 on February 3rd. We would like again to thank our sponsor, Commvault, and also thank our producers, Legal Talk Network and Law.com. To hear other podcasts in this special series, please visit www.legaltalknetwork.com www.lawtechnologynow.com or iTunes. I'm Monica Bay, and this is Law Technology Now. (laughs) 
Law Technology Now is produced by the broadcast professionals at the Legal Talk Network. Thanks for listening. Join Monica Bay for next month's podcast on the technology issues affecting the legal profession today.